And, you know, for better or for worse, you know, we're here. Welcome to another weekly edition of a show that's titled Weekly Games Chat, you know, appropriately. My name is Sean. It is a pleasure to be here with you. Um, also, it's a pleasure to uh, welcome to the show my friend, one of your favorites, you know, not John. I'll tell you that much, but uh, Ouch. the greatest ghost of all time, Chris. Chris, what's up, buddy? As a ghost, this is my time of year. <laughs> it re- you know, it really is. And I spark. I, I, I was going to say sparkled in. I sprinkled in some some early Halloween tidbits in the news this week. Uh, we, we knew, we knew coming into this show that we weren't going to have John. He's, uh, he's still taking care of some things. And before all of your tinfoil hats come on and all of your cons- conspiracies come out, John's fine. Everything's good guys. Okay. Everything's good. He bought a motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> he bought it. That's too soon. Too soon. Uh, he's good. You know, uh, we were going to have a special guest on the show. You know, I, I know we don't have to tell you those things, but I decided to. And and we kind of, I think Chris and I both hope that we make something like that happen uh, in the future. The, the future. The year yeah. 2000. <laughs> in the year, I, lo- I used to love that skit. Um, but yeah, Chris, we had a, let's, you know what, Chris, let's be professionals. Mm-hmm. You you win you win with class you lose with class right? We had a good week in college football. Let's I just leave it at that. I did not see many Georgia fans losing with class Saturday. All I saw was com- crying about referees, which is crazy. the The game ultimately came down, and I'm speaking to Georgia fans right now. You got a hell of a ball club. Yeah, okay, let's not get that twisted. You, you might see some memes about Georgia and and Georgia teams. You know, this is the Braves, the Falcons. <laughs> and not being able to finish a game. Don't buy into that crap. You have a great coach. You're you have a great core. You got a good team. And it came down to literally, I think, a couple of turnovers that the University of Alabama cashed in for actual touchdowns. Yes. And I think that was a swing point in the game. Let's be honest. Maybe um, also the part where they gave up the ninety yard touchdown to Jalen Model. Well, <laughs> I was riding home. It's funny. Uh I'll I'll do a quick squirrel squirrel moment. I was DJing the the night of the game and at this particular venue, I would love for you to come one time so you could see it by the way, Chris, I have been there before. Oh, that's super cool. Tinley got her. Tinley just walked in and she's got some new, uh, some new cheer shoes. They're pretty cool. They're high tops. Nice. But, uh, so as, as I DJ on in college football night times, you generally can hear people, you know, it, you can't get offended as a DJ. If a big time college games on, and the dance floor gets empty because there are going to be people who naturally, especially in our neck of the woods. You're like wondering every time, right? are they cheering yeah. for my drop or are they cha- cheering right. for and their that's team? that's where I'm going with it. So <laughs> I had I had to discern, is that the right word, who was yes. who was going for who? So I quickly found out this tone of, of collective voices was going for things that happened in the favor of Georgia. And this tone of mm. voices was going for things that happened for Alabama. And I could not wait to get out of there. Luckily... This gig did start at a time to where it was going to end at around nine thirty. Yeah. So your boy, with his with his gimp arm and everything, got loaded in, and I got to hear, I got to hear most of the third quarter, and I actually saw the end of the third quarter at home. But I got to hear Eli on the way home, and uh, that was fun. I'm I, not going to lie; it was a it was a good night. I kind of remember the fourth quarter. 
<laughs> there was yeah i <laughs> it was a fun one i even go to jeff's <laughs> oh my god yeah friend of the show jeff uh after this game so ladies and gentlemen if you would just indulge us a little longer about mm-hmm. college football there's a big game as far as a rivalry perspective coming up after the georgia game for alabama fans and that's the tennessee game mm. it's known as the third saturday in october and quickly quickly friend of the show jeff uh amongst some other friends in one of our little chat mechanisms we got to talking about this game coming up and we were reminiscing on the cody block against tennessee that was kind of the start the start of the the streak there for yes for it was nikki saban (laughs) it was and and i know that some of you may not know what the hell i'm talking about and that's fine it for for those of you that do it was kind of a big deal but i uh you know chris mentioned he didn't remember the fourth quarter Let's just say your boy and a friend of the show, Jeff, went through a, I don't want to say a fifth of crown by, by ourselves. Let's put, let's put this. I, I remember the fourth quarter, but it was fading fast and I did not remember what he proposed and those kinds of things. Like, right. I just right. thought, I just thought like I saw the message the next day. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess that's happening. <laughs> yeah. That, so, but I'm, I was in the same situation. I, I, I faded during the game in that yeah. particular year. And then all of a sudden it hit me. And if you've ever been in a drunken blur mm-hmm. watching a sports team of your choice, you may have been in this situation where I went, oh, my God, we have to block this field goal to win. <laughs> this was obviously a few years back now in the Tennessee game. Yeah. And for about three seconds, I snap out of my uh, crown royal, <laughs> you know, blurriness, see the block, and then I immediately go back into a drunken haze and <laughs> shriek around my apartment screaming. Uh, at that time, which is fantastic, but uh, I'm noticing, all- I'm noticing now because you know we work from home all the time. Yeah, you've noticed. Like I, I usually go, I start my days like six six thirty now. So I'm noticing it's affecting. Like I don't get my, the end of my nights are not so much me getting way too drunk. It's it's ten thirty, ten forty five, and my body says it's time to shut down. My and- mind's telling me no. No, no, my mind's telling me, yeah. No, my mind's like, let's do it. Uh, but that really, uh, I, you know, it's we we've talked about this a few times, and and for us in the uh, in the states, especially the southeastern United States, the West Coast, and probably the middle North, yeah, you know, where Big Ten country is, we kind of we look forward to football. It's part of our normalcy. Yes, college football, American college football, and. It just it it helps take your mind off all yeah. the things that are going on. Um, you know, if, if you've seen the news, you know that they're they're worried about Corona again yeah. in a lot of places. And for you guys overseas, was it you, London and Paris? They're the, going into a different kind of lockdown. Chris, is that what's happening? I haven't seen that, but it's not surprising. I know everything in like I think it was UK, France, and Italy is starting to blow up again. So just be safe, you know. Uh, we, we, you never know who you come across that may have it. Yeah. You know, just watch, just do the, th- just do the thing, wash your hands, wear your mask and, and only kind of go out when you need to, yeah. I guess. Uh, I, I splurge every once in a while and I go eat lunch with some friends, but I think, I don't think that's a bad thing if you take precautions. Cause I think we, we are missing each other. It's weird. Um, you know, it is what it is. Chris, are you going to be watching? Um, this is not political. 
This is a, only a yes or no question. <laughs> That's funny. On Thursday, tomorrow, yeah, the final presidential debate is going to happen. And I only bring this up because the first presidential debate between <laughs> the two candidates was a hot mess. It just um, was. Yeah. Uh, are you are you going to be watching that this week? I, I feel like a lot of people are going to tune in. I Yeah, normally it's weird. Like, usually the third debate is the least watched debate. And I guess it's technically the second debate, but... Usually by then everyone's tired of it. They've made their minds up. They move on. But because we had this little break, you know, where we had two town halls or whatever, yeah. uh, it feels like now everyone is like geared up to be like, well, this is the last time to see just this the craziness. Showdown. Yeah. Because regardless, <laughs> right, like just Donald Trump alone, no matter what happens, this is this is the last time for him. Right. You know, if he wins, then, then, There's you know, no he's, more yeah, he has no uh, more elections. elections. There's no more yeah. you know, one-on-ones with Biden. And if, if he doesn't win the election, there's no more one-on-ones with Biden as, as far as this kind yeah, of. Yeah. So it's, it, it, it's interesting. I, I feel like I don't know how long I'll make it. Um, <laughs> I was assembling my, uh, my new TV stand during the first one. So I was just kind of like, this sounds bad, uh, but <laughs> I don't, I don't know how this one's going to go. We'll see. I'm just more so happy, you know, we're recording on Tuesday before, you know, the Wednesday and it's it's 2 weeks from election day. I've already voted. I'm ready for this thing to wrap up and just move on to my life, you know. That's where I was going to go next. Do you remember and you know, I'm going to tip the hat to you and John and and again, this is not a political thing, but you guys are more in the know on Yeah, yeah. voting, when to vote make sure to do this before you vote. Do you remember a year where there were so much pre-voting options available? Or is it always like this? Georgia's always had early voting. Um, right. If anything, I don't think it's as much as it used to be, but I definitely feel like I'm watching more and more people. Like the first time I went to go try to vote last week, which was like on a Thursday in the afternoon, there, there had to be 50, 60 people in line. I think they told us, the first day here in Columbus, there was 30,000 people who voted down at the uh, government center. Yeah. Which was why they opened up the trade center location. That's where I went. Now I have to say, I can't speak for like a land and all that, but the good thing where we are, once they open up those secondary locations, I literally went Saturday morning, um, at like 7 20 AM walked in, voted, walked right out there was no wait and that seemed to be like john's wife posted something and that was her experience and i had other friends who went there that was their experience so the good thing is if you're at least where in where i live right now you know if you want to vote it seems like it's pretty easy i think like for those people who are voting absentee like even down in our government there they had like a a drop-off box that you could put your absentee in to make sure that you know it's received and all that but yeah it's it is crazy and it's crazy to think like because of how the different states are as we get to, you know, I generally take election night off because one, I want to stay up and watch it, but two, because the next day I don't want to hear people are cry or, or jump for joy regardless, you know, cause I'm like, yeah. that's not what this is supposed to Plus be. Plus you about. also get hammered. That, that's how I get through it, man. Jeez, that, <laughs> that's how I, no matter what it is, it's either, you know, cheering like, we did it! Or it's like, I can't, next four years. Oh but, um, shot, 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 shot. I am still taking the next day off after the election, but um, it is that thing in my mind where I'm like, 
I have to wrap around the idea that more than likely, unless this thing is a true blowout, really, really like we're talking like Reagan 88 uh, or I'm sorry, 84 blowout. It's probably going to be about four or five days before we know who's going to win this. this thing. That, that That is weird for us. It you is. Know, we're used I, to I instant you, gratification. I'm sure you want to advocate this too. Yeah. It hit me as you were talking. Mm-hmm. We probably have some listeners mm-hmm. that this could be their first election. That is true. Go out and vote. Please do. Yeah, yeah that's where I'm going. Go vote. Like, yeah. use this. It's a right that we're given, man. Use it. Vote. Uh, don't forget Election Day is officially November 3rd for, again, sorry to anyone not in the States, mm-hmm. uh, for anyone in the States. Uh, Rasha, please <laughs> don't interfere. Um, I, I did bring up earlier today in a chat um, that I was having with Chris in front of the show, Mike, that Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted... <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, we have an asteroid named 2018 VP1. It's about the size of a refrigerator. It's uh, hurling towards the uh, Earth at a mere 40,000 kilometers per hour. Um, and it's going to be close, but they're not expecting it to hit, of course. Um, and anyway, uh, Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson says it's not big enough to cause harm. Uh, so he wanted to assure us that if the world ends in 2020, it will not be the fault of the universe. He you can't. Know, he can't say that with one hundred percent certainty. He doesn't. Yeah, twenty twenty's been a heck of a year. Um, yeah. It'll be one that I'll probably never forget. You know, it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, I always thought here. like with our age group, it was always going to be two thousand one would be the year of our our lifetime, right? Just considering what, what yeah. yeah what went down there, and I was like, this will never be surpassed. But I have to say, yeah, I. I I have to say this is probably the most impactful year in the world since World War II ended. And that, Isn't that crazy? That is crazy, you know, just to think in that way. <laughs> that is absolutely yeah. crazy. So hey, yeah. About how far are we into our intro right now, Chris? 14 minutes. 14 minutes? Yeah. Um, I, I did watch some soccer this weekend. And Boo. for those of you who listen <laughs> know that I love the soccer. I mm. love the English soccer. I'm a fan of the Tottenham Hotspur. To any Arsenal fans that may listen, please be nice to me. Yeah, Chris, we blew a, and when I say we, I'm an official member of the team, of course. Yes. A three goal to none lead with like, I don't know, mere minutes left to go in the game. That's almost as bad as blowing a 3-1 series lead. Yes. It was, that's a great pivot. So I got the <laughs> soccer talk out of the way. Uh, carry on you Spurs or no, come sorry. Come on you Spurs. I will always do that. It's coys is the term, but that takes us to, we do have a world series lined up. Yeah, we do. John um, will be happy. He's a John, Dodgers fan. Yeah. He's going to be happy. It's so weird to know that when that series ended, we had, we, we have friends that were vested in both the Braves and the Dodgers. Yeah. And of those teams. And on one spectrum, there's joy and elation. And on the other end of that spectrum, there's like, ugh, crap. But we can all at least rejoice that the Houston Astros did not make the World Series. <laughs> well, do we think that we feel that way because they got caught cheating? Is that yes. what it was? Yes, yeah. specifically 100%. that reason. <laughs> they're, they're still a good team. And for anybody in the Houston area who likes the Astros, don't get that twisted. We just didn't want you to win after you got caught cheating. That's yeah. all it is. In the same way that people didn't want Brady and the Patriots to win after Deflategate, no matter yeah. what it is, you just don't want you know, you just don't want it no. um, to be that way. Chris, your Washington football team. We're not going to talk about them. Okay, sorry about that. Until pivot, we get wrong. I will say the cool thing that did happen in the NFL this weekend, uh, 
uh, going back to Alabama, we're both huge Bama fans. Tua finally got to play his first game, complete yes. his first pass. And the best thing afterwards was, you know, when you consider how his season ended almost about a year ago, you know, yeah, where we were just wondering, is this kid going to have a future? What he did after the game, uh, for those who not. don't follow the NFL or anything American, uh, <laughs> Basically, he went. Uh, someone captured him. He basically went out to midfield and uh, FaceTime his mom while he was still in his uniform, just taking it in. And now we learned today he's been officially named the starter, which is like it was the weirdest pivot. Like you're like, but Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't play bad last week. Yeah, he's not playing bad. No, and he the has coach a couple games. Comes out and he's like. You know, it's just one of those things. We saw him, you know, he rolled out. He looked mobile. He completed pass. And- a lot of people, though, thought this was what was going to happen because they they had a lot of harder games up front. And I think they yeah. wanted to make sure that, you know, one, he was ready, and two, that uh, they were past those opponents so that maybe, you know, they could protect him a little bit. I hope he does well, though. Did you watch anything TV, movie stuff? I've been, I've been watching random stuff uh mm-hmm. on like netflix and prime video the thing i've watched more recently that's sticking out mm-hmm. i'm a big fan of things like the amazing race on cbs which by the way has come back which has made me very happy but there's a, a show on it called the world's toughest race and it's hosted by bear grills bear grills um, it's it's a it's a very produced race show but the contestants are going through fiji it's very i love those kind of shows uh so i've been watching that and there's one I mentioned it before. I'm gonna as you tell what you've been watching. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to find it. I'm gonna navigate through my PlayStation back to uh, off of this Rocket video League. Game. <laughs> off of Rocket League. I'm gonna go over here to Netflix and see what it was that I was watching. But uh, so yeah, I've been watching the what is happening right now? Tighten up. Apparently, I started watching a Bill Burr comedy last night, which that's never bad. No, that's never. He was, oh, did you watch was, that thing with uh, Burt Kreischer? Burt Kreischer, yes. I'm big with uh, the cabin and whatever. Yeah, I also watched the the song, the song explosion thing you told me about. Yeah. Watched Burt. every episode. I mean, they were only like 20, 25 minutes, but those were yeah. very well done. Uh, let's see. Continue watching Dark Tourist. Ah. That's the show I'm watching. I have. About, it's about a guy who goes to places that generally tourists would not go to. Ah. Think of places like Chernobyl or the Japan place that had the tsunami that wiped out the nuclear plant. Oh wow! Thing. Those kind of places, I don't. I find that somewhat interesting. I don't know why. Hmm. Interesante. Creepy. What have you been watching, buddy? Uh, well, for one, I watched The Mass Singer, which was shocking this week because I'm watching and I'm like, I have no idea who this guy's going to be when they unmask. And sure enough, it's old. For going back to the NFL, it was old butt fumble himself, Mark Sanchez, on there. Yeah. And I was Will like, he ever Mark Sanchez? The butt fumble? No. 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 Friend of ours who has no idea about sports was like, I don't know who this is. And I just sent her a, a gif of him <laughs> butt fumbling because uh, it's the greatest fumble. thing. Uh, I watched that. Um, I watched the Burt Crusher thing. Not all of it. But I watched the one mainly that had uh, everyone says my twin apparently, and especially now that I've shaved down my hair, Tom Segura on the first yes, episode. You, and you, you're very much a Tom Segura. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's just those two dudes together are always the greatest thing. And like them, like Tom Segura grabbing a chainsaw and slaughtering an emo. 
<laughs> top notch. Um, top notch. And then the final thing I watched, uh, Netflix premiered it this week, uh, the Chicago 7, which is... Oh, I thought, yeah, that was... Uh, it's trending, yeah. I think, at number three on their little list. Yeah, it's Aaron Sorkin. How was that? It, it's really good. Like, you know, it, the only people I knew about that were in it, right, were uh, Abby Hoffman, who... For those who, uh, and Thomas Hayden, Thomas Hayden, I don't know how to relate to that. He's a famous 60s activist, right? But uh, Abby Hoffman, remember Forrest Gump? Yeah. Remember when he's at the mall and he's speaking and, you know, he reunites with Jenny and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And there's a guy in an American flag shirt and he's like, yeah. the war in e- the F and M and all that kind of stuff. That is supposed to be Abby Hoffman. That's what oh. the guy is playing. Um, so it's, it's their trial. Basically it's the trial of the Nixon administration trying to charge them and other, uh, seven people or no, six other people, uh, with basically ensuing the Chicago riots. And it was quite interesting because it's a very big overreach from the executive branch, but, um, just, you know, kind of stood up to a lot of the ideas of what do these people stand for and that kind of stuff. It was, it was very entertaining. Sasha Baron Cohen's in it. Uh, just going on. There's a lot of good people in there. Borat. Yeah, that's so. Friday. Borat's Friday. Yeah, it's coming up Friday. I once I realized that the Chicago Seven, it wasn't more of a documentary type approach with mm-hmm. raw footage. It was more of a casting and and then a movie ish version of the events. Yeah, but Sorkin. It is. You're right. <laughs> and some of those it can be done very well, and you don't yeah. you don't mind it. Uh. But for me, I'm I'm finding myself when something's historical like that, I want to see more of a documentary style thing. That's fair. But that did catch my attention, and I was like, "Do I need to add this to my watch list?" Yeah, it has a very very solid, well rounded cast. That was that was like, I mean, even uh, this is a deep cut. Frank Mangelina is in there as the, <laughs> as a judge, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't know he was even doing film still." So, I mean, he's great. Michael Keaton's in there for a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's it's a strong Michael cast. Keaton. Michael freaking Keaton. I know that's. We that's, need a Keaton sans. <laughs> that that's legit. I mean, we grew up when he was in. He was everywhere, and yeah, you say his name now on a podcast. You know, in in late October, and I go, wow, yeah, I remember that guy. If you have Netflix, I think it's still on there. Uh, the founder, he's really good in that, as due to help to basically make McDonald's is what it is now. So if you want something that's cool to watch, go watch that. Hey, last thing uh, before we go to the topic, T.I., one of my favorite <laughs> hip-hop artists of my youth and even currently, he dropped a new album. I, I This is completely unscripted. Have you listened to his new album yet? I have not. The only have thing I've been listening to is uh, Mikey sent me something. He said, this will be your favorite song, and he was apparently right. <laughs> he knows you. He does. He does. And I was like, I hate you. It's Benny Sings. Look up Benny Sings' new song. Benny if you're Sings? Wondering. Yes. That's it's, amazing. It's so chill because it's got, uh, what's his name, Mac DeMarco in it. And that dude's like the most laid back guy I think I've ever seen. I was like, I want to be like you, but I'm not. I'm Mac too wound DeMarco? Up. Yeah. You just look oh, at I a picture. Tell you. Oh, no, you remember, do you remember when I texted you? Mm. This this will tie up music and we'll hit to news. Uh, first of all. <laughs> We're going straight into news? <laughs> Oh, not news. I'm sorry. What are we doing? Topic. What is this? I don't who, know. who are we? <laughs> I texted you. Really? And I said, um, 
I was DJing and somebody came up and said, I want to hear some Run the Jewels. Oh, I did. Yes. And I gave you the hardest. And you did? I I gave you the hardest thing I could come with. Dude, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So any fans of Run the Jewels, right? You're you're tuning in right now. If you're not, you're like, Sean, shut up. But Chris came back with Blockbuster Night Part 1. Yeah. And I immediately dropped that. And the dude, one of the coolest things as a DJ is when you drop the song they want and they turn around and point at you with their head nodding. It happens. Bunches so and bunches. Kudos, <laughs> and that's about all we can Chris. say on this. That's yeah, like the one line. Else, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how you found a clean version of that, but good job. I didn't have to. I didn't okay. have to. Oh, oh, it was one that kind of party. Okay. I, I do what I want. Yeah. Oh. I, I was, right. It was at the bar. So I do what I want. Oh, okay. Yeah. We were, we, we big dogs. We do what we want. So yeah. Um, 25 minutes, 25 minute intro. You're welcome. Just me and Chris doing what we do. Yeah. Uh, if you've listened this far and you just like what you hear, thank you. Uh, we are now going to pivot over to our topic and, uh, in post-production, guess what? We're going to let you know exactly when that starts. Boom. gentlemen we are at our topic time and to tell you our topic i present you chris <clears throat> okay got got okay i'm right i'm right the uh topic is the state of next generation i'm gonna I say this a lot. I'm going to start really promoting that we some kind of way find a way to record ourselves because I'm telling you there's nothing in this world better than when Chris does that and his little arms go up and down and he's in it. It like I, you I could record a clip voice. of that. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, that wouldn't be hard to do. We need to make a gif out of that for real. <laughs> but yeah, Chris. Um, Speaking Chris of, before we get into that. Uh, completely off topic. Did you see the the meme that uh, many posted to the Discord? No, Discord? Yes. No, what was it under? So it's on the main thing. So under, it's a girl right. talking to Robin as in Batman Robin. She's like, oh, what's your real now. name, Robin? And he goes, Dick. It's short for Richard. How does one get Dick from Richard? And he responds, ever heard of Weekly Games Chat? And that is the greatest yes. thing I've seen. Yes. So. Uh, just, just a quick plug, a shameless plug. Um, if you want to join us at that community, we do have a discord. We can yeah. name chat message us, Chris, myself, any way that you find, and we'll get you in there and you can see funny things. Our listeners, Chris are hilarious. Very true. I just want to put that out, but that was a except good- for Platt. <laughs> I got to go ahead and do a, yeah, justice Platt. Uh, he's not funny. He is not funny at all. He's a mean individual who has a pre-order. And he may be perma banned. I'm not. We're undecided. He's, he's a sad Heat fan. <laughs> heat is not on. Oh my God. Glenn Greek Fry Freak. can. <laughs> he's like, who is Glenn Fry? He's way too young to know that. <laughs> if he doesn't know Glenn Rice or Alonzo Mourning or. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. We, well, we're squirreling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the state of next gen, Chris. Yeah. That's where we're at. Chris and I were, we knew we were going to be uh, by ourselves today. We had a couple of games possibly to talk about. Chris definitely has a game that he's been kind of playing. 
We're not going to bring it up. We never know what's going to happen, and we may need it. It's, we, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give a tease. It's the only third world open game that is linear I've ever played. So there's <laughs> something for you to think about. Think about that. Yeah. But we, we we're getting really close to the new consoles launching, right? Um, we're, we're at the and with that we're at the end of the old console. So yeah, we naturally have had questions, and when we and Chris talked. Chris kind of put together a few questions that we're going to ask aloud. We're going to discuss. We are three weeks away today, Sean, from yeah, today uh, the from launch of the uh, Xbox Series X. And then I guess, yes. what, 13 days away from uh, PlayStation 5. Yeah, PlayStation yeah. 5. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got some questions. I think there's maybe five Chris compiled together for us, which was fantabulous. Ladies and gentlemen, he did this. Like, it, it's... We record at 5.30-ish Eastern. Yeah. This is 4.48. We're like, are we going with this? Yeah, we're going with it. All right, Chris, uh, can you can you figure out a way to talk about it? Yeah, I got some questions. Cool. What are we going to call it? We don't know yet. We'll figure that out. <laughs> but this is, yeah, you you all think this is high-level quality production. There's PAs back here doing the research, <laughs> handing it off to John. We're pros. This dude. is this we, is a mom-and-pop operation. It. But it, you know, it's great. It it works, and yeah. and I don't know about you, but I have leaned on the experience of doing this podcast for other things in my life. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome how it's like that. But yeah, we're at the state of uh, the state of the video games, mm-hmm. uh, and and where we're what we're gonna do. So Chris has some questions. He'll say them, and we'll just kind of riff and and see what we think. And it's gonna be geared to see if if the new consoles. Or something that you need to get on day one. Yeah. Maybe. Is it right for you? You know, that just that kind of mindset. So let's uh let's get it started, Chris, and and you kind of put them out there how you want to. Yeah, I'm like looking at the order and trying to figure out because it, it was written what came to mind first, right? <laughs> Off but the dome. I don't you know, know if that's mean? necessarily the best order. But uh how about how about this, Sean? Of these two consoles, which one are we more excited for at this point? That's a good place, I think, to start. Like, what, yeah. what, what, what are you feeling? I think most people will probably get where I'm at based on what I pre-ordered. But yeah. you're, you're like the interesting guy because I know you tried to get both of these. Yes. And you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you, royally, you were, you were like a Georgia team. Oh, whoa, 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 oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, shots. Um. So which which one are you probably most excited for? Like, you know, if 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 I told you tomorrow at the exact same time, these are both available for you. You only have five hundred dollars to spend. Right. Screwed the series because I don't think either yeah, of us yeah, would even consider that for for us. But where are you going? with? You, you're going to be surprised in the last day I switched to PlayStation five only because <laughs> of the resurgence of uh, my love and gaming of VR titles that I currently own. And it reminded me that if I don't get a PS five, you know, I'll be playing VR stuff on the last gen. And it, it reminded me that they promised, you know, support for VR on PlayStation moving forward and possibly a PSVR two. Yeah. With that said, I still am very, I think I'm more excited for an Xbox because of just how awesome it, it looks and what it can bring to the table. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. It does. <laughs> but 
I, I guess the question will that be uh, the question for you is going to be, I think, if you end up going the the Oculus route. Right. Like afterwards, where would you find yourself playing? Right. Like, yeah. So, so that curveball, I did not give you guys that variable. I, I've recently become very interested in getting the Oculus Quest 2. Yeah. And if, say, I secure one of those before I get a console, I'm 100% Team Xbox. There's, <laughs> there's no point in for me getting a PlayStation on launch. And th- that kind of jumped the gun. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I'm st- back on Xbox. And if you've been following me, or or heard me talk you've known for the past few weeks that i'm that's where i'm going i kind of want an xbox i think they look cool mm-hmm. i'm excited on what the marketing's doing i'm excited what phil's doing i'm excited about the games they have what what they're going to offer you as far as services uh i just think that they're handling everything up to this point i think a notch better than playstation but you can't you can't hide from that that wave that PlayStation has of, of users. Yeah. Yeah. Gamers. You just can't, you know, they're, it hit me when both consoles sold out so fast, just how, how much in this particular time we're in, uh, gamers are snagging up things and we're playing games. I think maybe even more than ever. It, it's like the one thing. Um, I mean, then I guess also the NVIDIA new series right here recently, mm-hmm. but like, if you think of like all the things this year that had to be canceled, pushed back, you know, scaled down, right? Like I don't have friends right now who are clamoring, even though they're laying in 25,000 people per game. I don't know anyone who's clamoring to go do what they have to, to get a game, a, a ticket to a Bama game versus like any other year, you know, me, Sean, especially, you know, I know it's a little harder for you cause you got, DJ gigs and all that, but like I will go out there and if I can yeah. find an awesome seat and someone who wants to go with me and pay, you know, oh, the same price, I, I, I will drive three and a half hours Tuscaloosa and, yeah. and, you know, do what I have to, to make that happen. We are um, yeah. Yeah. And, and it is this year is just kind of eliminated that. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all that kind of stuff. It's been, you know, you think of it like, I, I just like, it, it's hit me like, you know, uh, even earlier, like how many mo- new movies have I watched this year? Maybe 10. I-, I mean, like, but yeah, video games, they they are chugging along. And I think we've just all been waiting for this really, I think for the last two years on console, right? We just, if you've been a console person, then you're really chomping at the bit. You don't care that there's not some that Halo Infinite is not there, I think. I think that's been proven true here, the way people are acting on this. Yeah, I think my uh, my hunger to get an Xbox mm. would have been escalated had I known that I could play the new Halo game on launch. Yes. It would have been yeah. worse than it is now, like for sure. For sure. I agree. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. You know what else is crazy? I, I, our circle of friends, we all kind of tried to pre-order one or the other. But most of them, the other night, it hit me. I was the only one on PlayStation. None of them were playing anything on Xbox, and they were all now PC gaming. It's funny. It's funny. You got a little bit of uh, echo, by the way. I got an echo? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if I do this. Is it on on me or just your end, you think? I'm only hearing me when I talk, and I'm seeing you light up. Okay, so let's do this. Is this better? Let's see. That's better. There you go. That better? fixed it. Whatever you did. <laughs> I can't hear you, so that can't be good. Oh, no. 
do this. I can hear you. Is this? Can you hear me now? I can hear you, and I do not hear an echo. Okay, so let's let's do this. I'll just I'll I'll change the way the uh, yeah. What the professional? What you do? <laughs> um, it's one of those things on this board where there's a button I push, mm-hmm. and one lets me hear myself talk, and the other only lets me hear you talk. Gotcha. Where, and I just I think it got inverted some kind of way. And your board is high class and fancy, and it it doesn't like when my little weak board. But you have DJ mine. I do. I need to tighten that up. <laughs> Oculus on hold. Mackie board bought. We can, <laughs> um, we can do both. We can do both. Right, right. I, but I guess uh, for me, yeah, I don't think it's a shocker to say that I'm more excited for between the two of them. And, and I, Sean, you could attest this. Like, I wasn't really excited for either of them for a long time. Yeah. And it's only it's here weird. recently. Uh, and I think it's mainly to their credit with their strategy. Microsoft being so upfront and showing everything and, you know, going in and saying like, yep, this is what old games look like on here. And this is what uh, optimized games look like. Here's some new ones that are coming, some early previews. Here's how the UI works. Here's how the freaking thing is designed. Like they have consistently just rolled out information and it's made me feel safe and secure with this thing that it's just as well engineered as the Xbox one X was right. Uh, just what's even more tech behind it and ability now than it used to have. And it's, it's made me like, I, I have to say that quick resume feature. I know it's going to be on Sony's too, but I just haven't Dope. seen it yet. Right. Like it's made me all of a sudden like step back and go like, wait, I have a really nice 4k TV with all these things. Do I need a 3080 right now? I don't know, but like I can't get a 3080 right now and I can get this. And like now I'm like, do I just want to have a world where I can just consistently quickly flip between, you know, in a world, uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, flip between like this fall, Watch Dogs, Cyberpunk, and Assassin's Creed. Valhalla! Uh, <laughs> just keep going back and forth. And then, you know, also NBA 2K, of course, right? Um, yeah, because I mean, they always get a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> like, that idea to me alone is has really enticed me just to be able to say I can be lazy on my couch and do these things. That That's yeah. so freaking appealing. It is But it is a, it's a weird thing, man. But at the same time, I, I will say, you know, like, yeah, I agree with you, Sean, in the way that even though I'm not getting one on day one, um playstation 5 i do look at it and go at some point there's going to be a naughty dog game at some point there's going to be a god of war at some point you know there's probably i would like to play ratchet and clank the new one and of course uh spider-man is the new one and and the remaster of it with mills morales yeah mills morales am i, am I with, saying that right yeah with the new version <laughs> of pata paka because he's yeah. not the real peter parker yeah, <laughs> he's hack hack parker <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for both, you know, uh, but definitely Xbox has my attention just because a, I, I'm definitely biased to Xbox. I don't have a problem saying that, but you know, it, they've, they've definitely given me a lot more faith this time than I had at the start of last generation where I'd be like, no, everyone loves connect and, uh, TV shows and it's okay. It's 900 P it's okay. <laughs> Dude, I still get sad. Uh, and uh, I'm going to bring this up and the game has slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. What was the game that was made by harmonics that rock band? You, 
no, you had to do this and you had to connect. And you oh, were, oh. I'm, I'm making like orchestral waves with my hand. It the was the Fantasia amazing, thing. Yes, yes. It was an amazing. It really was like game in terms of immersion with music. Like not so much about the the like playing instruments of rock band, all that, or DJ Hero. Like the only thing I've seen since then that gets a level of music personally has been uh, Tetris uh, effect, right? Like yeah, like, it was yeah, it was called Fantasia Music Evolved. You yeah, right on with that. It it was just cool. Like it wasn't the hardest thing to play, no. but it was just so beautiful to look at. They they tighten that up. They need a VR version of that, dude. I, and I I've said you know I've said weird a few times that you've been talking because it's hitting me how weird this this release is. There there's a big clamor for these systems. Yeah, but in our bubble we're all kind of set up where we have a computer. Mm-hmm. We're not excited about the console. We want it eventually. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't wrap my head around when the last time it felt as un as un, I, I was going to say unnecessary or, or mm-hmm. like we didn't have to get it on day one. We only want to get it on day one. I, I, that's why I proposed this question next, Sean. I said, should PC gamers be ready to jump back into console gaming or should they instead go for the 3080 slash big Navi route? Is this because I feel like the end of this year, like I said this a couple weeks ago, I think if you think of like when we got to 2015, 2016, I think everyone who was building a PC at that point was at least putting in like a 500 gig SSD for their games. And then maybe they were putting in like a, a terabyte or two terabyte SATA. Right. And now, of course, with the NVMe drives the last couple of years, um, on top of that, now it feels like more people are instead buying like a, a standard SSD for the storage and they're buying a NVMe for playing games in, in the OS. Like, that was kind of the reason people left consoles because they were just such slower. And I mean, I, I saw it the other day because I, I started playing Forza Horizon 4 on my Xbox One. And then I also download on my PC for it to load on my Xbox one would take like a minute and a half to two minutes here. It was like 20, 30 seconds, you know? So I guess the question is like, if you were that person who, who gave up console life, right? You really been chilling on the back end. You've been enjoying call of duty on PC and destiny on PC, uh, PUBG, whatever your, your forte, even rocket league, right? Um, do you think you stick with that and you go big or do you, do you think it's time for them to come home as some would say, what would you, Ah, what would you say? Uh, I think you are, if you can secure, if you're a PC gamer and you can secure a 3080, a 3090 or a new Navi chip or whatever you do, a Navi, anything from AMD, once you find out more, um, Maybe that's the way to go, bro. Um, only, only, only at launch, because I think as a gamer, one of these two consoles, maybe both, are going to speak to you, mm-hmm. and you're going to want to get one eventually. Mm, fair, because uh, you, you got to think, a PC gamer that wants an Xbox probably wants it for not necessarily the same reason that a non PC gamer wants an Xbox because they're going to have the ability to play games on games pass yeah, PC games pass and that kind of stuff. You're going to have access to Microsoft exclusives. 
um, something just tells me if you're a PC gamer, you want a, a PlayStation, kind of like yourself. Uh, if you're if you're a guy like me who just I, I built my computer in a weird time. So I'm not necessarily ready to upgrade yet. Everything that I want to play, I'm playing. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, that, maybe that's why I'm in the weird spot that I am on which console I'm going to get. Uh, how am I going to approach this? I'm not ready to jump into the to the NVIDIA market. I don't want a 3080, a 3090. Fool. I kind of was on team. <laughs> let's see what AMD does. Yeah. And they're being AMD about it. <laughs> well, we'll find out uh, a week from tomorrow. Yeah, or, I guess we'll today. find out <laughs> for them. Uh, but I, I think to answer your question, PC gamers were probably more excited about those things, the 3080s and of the world versus the consoles. Yeah, I don't think they're. Do you agree with that? That they're not ready to necessarily jump on that bandwagon? Yeah, I think it. For one, it depends what kind of gamer you are, right? I think if you're Someone who is just the classic, I have like my one or two games that I go and I build a PC to play these things. I don't know if there's a reason for you at this point to jump ship, right? Because I don't see those games changing in a way in the very near future that's going to bring trouble to your rig or anything else, right? So you should be good. It's more of, are you a person that wants to press forward? Because now at the 3080 is out and of course we're about to have these new amd chips and all this other stuff it's going to be a thing where you're going to see an acceleration of requirements for hardware in the next two to three years and a lot of things that maybe got built here the last two years might start to struggle as a result it's just the natural order of pc so if you're a person who isn't going to be looking for the next big thing that is pushing boundaries and all that and you have what you have right now, I'd say rock it until it doesn't work and then kind of reassess, do I want to build something with a lot of money in it? Or do I just want to go ahead and say, oh, well, you know, PlayStation 5, Series X are down to 300 at this point. I'll just buy one of those and hop on to that, right? You know, go down that gravy train. Um, But I think the other question is then, for those who do play live games, again, what kind of rig do you have? What did you build? And how committed and funded are you to have to maybe re-up or rebuild again as you need to? Because, you know, of course, PC is always going to be the forefront of things and pushing forward of what's possible. But at the same time, it's way more expensive. Like, I think, what was it? The Series X. To build a Series X PC right now, right, equivalent, you're going to spend around $1,000. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So to think that you can go get a five hundred dollar box, yeah. <laughs> you know, so if you're if you're someone who's been rocking a sixteen sixty card and you're considering, and, and you know you've got like an i five generation seven in there, you know something like that, and our AMD thirty nine hundred X Ryzen four whatever. I don't know. Uh, I don't know those as well. And, or, you know, like the 5600 RT uh, or Radeon card, something like that. And you're looking and saying, okay, there's a lot of things I want to play in a couple of years, like Elder Scrolls and Stars uh, Field and, you know, everything else that Bethesda makes because they're the greatest studio ever. Um, Sorry, Kojima. Uh, then, (laughs) Then, you know, 
I would tell you, you need to assess what you're willing to commit. Like we have two friends who just built them and I have to say they definitely committed in. So like for them, I'm like, they're also buying the consoles. I'm like, why? It didn't make sense to me. I'm like, you just built this beautiful thing that has so much power and is going to do everything you need it to do for a long time. Commit to it. You know, just, just be with it. Otherwise, if you're someone who has been thinking about PC or like I said, you just have something that maybe was you put together for 700 bucks and it's held you through through 1080p gaming, especially for the last three years, right? Go ahead and maybe consider where we're going in about a year or so. And, and maybe that will be the time for you to jump on board one of these consoles instead. Cause I think you're just going to get a better deal for a while. I think so. And I, I do think this is a unique situation mm-hmm. uh, where the consoles are getting close to the lower end PCs that are, they're going to, I shouldn't say lower end a thousand dollars. Isn't that's a lot of, no, money. that's, that's a solid PC. It's a solid. Yeah. It's the first time that I can remember that they're that close to a, like if you went to build a PC, like, you know what I'm saying? When when you step back and you go, both of these consoles are using MVME with PCI 4.0 ports, right? Yes. One is doing it where it will just take those directly. And of course, Xbox is using a custom thing, right? To think that is on a new console when the last one didn't even have an SSD on day one <laughs> and never did. Right. That that that's just mind blowing to me, you know. It's crazy, dude. It really is. Do you remember another time where new consoles were coming out, and also uh, for the PC market, new stuff like graphics cards and chips were also coming out around the same time, like within days of each other? I want to say that is not uncommon with GPUs and structure okay. like that. That because Radeon, or I'm sorry, AMD usually does all of the chips for these consoles has at least as far as back as i can remember okay um it's not uncommon for them because pretty much like their new cpus that are using this new technology that's in there are literally launching five days before xbox series x so you know that's kind of their thing of course with nvidia it's a little bit different right nvidia just kind of marches to its own drum and says we're ready to do this let's go do this like two years ago it was 2080 and now it's this you know um next up though let's get a little bit dark here okay what's your biggest concern for this generation sean availability Ooh. um strictly strictly because of covid it's gonna be a a weird launch and i kind of feel like if you want one of these I really feel like it's going to be hard to get one. I don't know why. Do you think that extends like through 2021 because of the effects of COVID? Yes. Hmm. Which I think then drives up demand, <laughs> which then continues to make it hard to get one. I hope I'm wrong. I, I I don't have any concerns as far. I think the systems are going to be what I, what I dub as tap natch. Okay. Uh, note to self. Uh, Per Sean, invest in eBay this week. <laughs> their Tat fees are about match. to go up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the COVID, um, the COVID pandemic, really, really hindered everything. Yeah, and we're uh, gamers are going to see it trickle into production of systems. Uh, and I think that's the biggest concern I have is availability of systems. Yeah. How about you? Um. 
maybe in a way related to that, I am, I'm really concerned with certain developers because I, I won't say that like, yeah, we have Microsoft right now who I think if, if someone was failing, that was big, they would just be like money and then they would just buy them and, you know, own them <laughs> because they can do that. Um, but I am like worried about the fact that the effects COVID is having on this, right? And you're thinking of games that were probably coming out in 2021 in the fall targeted, right? What's the likelihood those get pushed back? Which means what do we have in terms of, of games to play that are really of that high quality that help to sell the consoles, right? And push and guess there like, you know, Sony teased up that God of War is coming next fall, and I'm like, no, it's not. There, There's no way they're going to make that. <laughs> if it date. does, they've been working on it for 42 years. Yeah, right. I was like, this is not happening. So I think that's like my big fear is that you're going to have a lot of developers, either they're going to be part of first-party, you know, type studios where it just means we're going to have to wait longer and longer to get these things, which is going to make it harder and harder to entice people who are not maybe the hardcore of hardcore to go out there and buy these things right like i'm not worried about you being able to get which console you want over the next year because i think you're dedicated enough that you'll find it right but i do like <laughs> i do think like it's hard to find kids like the youth and say well if there's not a god of war out or there's not a halo out you know why why would i go buy that what's what's my reason behind it right now um, those things do matter. There's not many things that can move a console as much as, as those games can. And I yeah, they call certain games, uh, console sellers, Chris. That's, that's, that is a term. <laughs> that's an industry term right there. Fun fact. Um, but like, you know, I'm just worried that on the, uh, on the flip side to those that are independent third party developers, right? Maybe aren't like your Ubisofts and your EAs, but are just out there and they have to start to make hard decisions where they're like, this is taking too long because of the restrictions that we've had on COVID, the the hardships of it. And therefore we've got to put something out that kind of breaks that, you know, Miyamoto classic rule of, you know, a good game or a bad game or was it an unfinished game, you know, will always be bad, but you know, if you take the time and work it out, then you can make it good. Right. Or something like that. I don't know. Something in that vein. But like that's my fear is that you're gonna have a bunch of these games come out. They're not gonna be as polished as they could have been, just because they need money. They need some sort of infusion of cash into their bottom line. And of course, the worry is that they get bad reviews, and then you know the company ends up making far less than what they were hoping to on the game. On top of the fact that there's less consoles out there, so you know that that that's a big worry for me. Um, I guess I'm also a little worried of like Sony, I think it's fine for now, but I do wonder like, well, what is their game plan six years from now? If you think of like the end of this generation, if games pass really does take off the way it's looking like it's going, was that impact on the industry? Right. Yeah. You know, does, does that mean someday that, Oh, like, uh, Stadia is going to take over. Yeah. I mean, I, I do worry about that. Amazon and, and Google getting in this too, because now you're talking about two other companies that even if they're not great at this and have really good experience in 
expectations. They can they have billions like, upon trillions of dollars to spend on it if they want. And they kind of started first. Yeah, yeah. So With that that's that streaming platformy thingy that they're doing. Yeah, <sighs> I do like Luna. I think from what it looks like a little bit more in what I've seen in Stadia. I don't know what the heck Stadia is doing, but well, uh, they're giving it away for free. I just saw that before we were recording. I'm not. Really? I'm not even kidding. Yeah, they're just uh, dropping. I think. I think they're uh, they're trying. They're giving you Stadia Pro for free. That was just kind of announced. For how long? Um, for a month, and then ten dollars off your first game purchase. See, that's the part that just does not make sense to me. It's like, so let me get this straight. I got to pay for a premium service to have 4K streaming. And then I got to give you $70 or $60, whatever, for a game. And this is what it was. They're also launching free uh, game demos to entice people into cloud gaming. So Ooh. you get a taste. So if you've got the free you know, month, then you get to try free demos to see if you like it. it they're kind of making you – they're kind of giving you a chance to see, you know, mm. if it's a thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I definitely – I'm a believer in streaming and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, I definitely see the future in it, especially the future, especially as like, you know, bandwidths go up and maybe things like, uh, download caps fade away. away. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. But until all of those people get on the same page. Yeah. It's, it's just really, it's really hard. Like I like the idea of X cloud and, um, even was it PlayStation now or whatever it's called. Yeah. Like the idea of just, being like, well, I have this thing, and if I want, I can stream to my device, you know, and, and play it there. That that makes sense to me for now, for where we are. We'll see five years from now where that is. Speaking of where we are, uh, we've gone through, what, three questions? I think so. We might yes. be on the fourth. Yes. If there's on the one fourth. you kind of want to cut out, there is one, or if you want to add one, too. I think there was one on our Discord that we can oh. squeeze in as well. Okay. Um, I just saw it. <clears throat> this was i think getting back to where we are though um because i do think this is going to be the biggest question in this generation oh um Ooh. clean up hater do you think for this generation exclusives will matter more in terms of like what sony is trying to do yeah, <laughs> i think yeah, is I the you. clear point um and also nintendo let's not forget them nintendo hey nintendo <laughs> um <laughs> Or do you think just the pure value of Games Pass and what they're doing of, you know, we don't care where the hell you play it. <laughs> just pay us the money and here are your games. What do you think is going to be the thing that affects this generation the most? This, this may surprise you and maybe anybody listening. Mm -hmm. I still think the exclusives matter more than Games Pass. Mm -hmm. Even though Games Pass is trending to take over that spot. Mm-hmm. And I think I know what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the pure value of what Games Pass is is going to present to us, uh, um, it's kind of mind-boggling. Yeah. I, I cannot sugarcoat that at all. It's kind of amazing. But at the same time, if we mention Nintendo or Sony comes out and you kind of don't have a console yet and you really want to play these games mm -hmm. and the only way to play them is on these consoles you're going to buy the console. I did that years ago when I wanted to play Uncharted. I, I at that point did not own a PlayStation 3. So got me to get it. And I bought a PlayStation 3 to play Uncharted. Yeah. 
so I, I still think that's going to hold that power. It's like an X factor. Um, but I don't think any of us need to slip on, you know, games pass and where it's going and what it's going to bring to the table. Yeah. I think Sony is showing already that they're more open to putting their games on PC as well. You know, as we've seen this past year. And I don't know if they'll ever put like God of War or Spider-Man on there. I think those are two cards they will continue to hold close to their chest as long as they can. Um, but I think a lot of their other third-party games are going to, con- or I'm sorry, first-party games are going to end up on there at some point. And it's because it's money. <laughs> it's money to be made. Why not? But I really do believe that with the act, especially now, the acquisition of Bethesda, especially. Games Pass to me is going to be... That's a big one. Yeah, I just... People are like, how could they not put Elder Scrolls and what you call it on there? Uh, You know, Fallout, things like that, Doom, uh, on PlayStation 5. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah. And I'm like, well, if this deal takes, you know, there are what, 15 people or 15 people... (laughs) Me, me and 15, 14 other people have Games Pass. That's it. Um, but no, if if 15 million people are already on there as of today, and you think of the acquisition of Bethesda, right, gets you, say, in three, the, the first three years of this next console, you add like 20 million people primarily off of the fact that they want to play Bethesda games and they will gladly take the opportunity to not have to pay 60 70 dollars for each one right right you take that and it's like you go back and you start to think about that i'm like okay that's 20 million more people that just added to their thing on top of the 15 million area and you start doing math and you're like man this deal pays for itself like in two years like it does like it buy does. it they, they don't need sony after that it, it's plenty of money and that's not even including you know halo fable avowed whatever else they've got and whatever third-party deals they work out to to bring things to their console either on day one or not long after for those who you know just can't afford to go out there and buy games you know so i think that is the model of the future it's like the future I, i look at what games pass is right now and it feels like itunes in 2002 that's the best way I can describe it. Like that's, that's not bad. Well, I got two. I got two things for you. Two, two things. <laughs> what if there is still that chunk of people? You said yeah. twenty million jump over. What if seven, ten million, fifteen million still buy the Playstations for the for those? I, it, um, it's very IPs, possible. You know. And then second thing, what if for whatever reason you mentioned Bethesda? Mm-hmm. That's a big one. What if they stumble out the gate and all we get is old Bethesda games and we have problems with new Bethesda content or or games that fall out like Fallout 76 that suck initially? Yeah. And people, yeah. that word of mouth will travel and you'll go, yeah, Games Pass is great and we thought Bethesda's going to be good, but I've already played all these games anyway. I do think See, it's going to be different though, you know? I think their ace in the hole no matter what will be Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. I, I don't see anyone who loves that series not passing it up because it's freaking Elder Scrolls. You know, it'd be like if all of a sudden they said, we're making Witcher 4 tomorrow and your CD Projekt Red and Microsoft owned that all of a sudden. And you'd be like, everyone who loves Witcher 3 is going to get Witcher 4. You know, we're just, we, we love What's that crazy? series. crazy? <laughs> I'm just so dumb on how they make money 
Mm-hmm. Did is, I feel like they're giving away games they're, for free. No, right now they are definitely... <laughs> it, this is kind of like... The best way to describe this, I watched a Netflix uh, documentary here recently. And it's just idea that right now they are losing money right now. There's no question they are, but it's an investment. Because they know there's a number they're looking to get to. And I'm guessing it's probably like 25 or 30 million people, right? Once they do that, then it's nothing but cash. And you've already done your startup things. And as all that expense falls off, right? The initial startup and all that kind of stuff. And the library's value just keeps growing and growing and growing because of their own, you know, first party stuff. It's eventually, like I said, it eventually becomes this huge cash making service where you watch Netflix kind of struggle to make their profit for like the first, maybe six years of it. And then all of a sudden within the next six years, you know, (laughs) they went from a company that was maybe valued at like $15 billion to, you know, ridiculous amounts of billions of dollars per year in revenue. That's how you do it. Um, yeah. So it's like, I get it. You know, Sony will, yeah, those those exclusives are going to sell consoles. I have no doubt about that uh, in my mind. But if God of War sends, you know, sells 10 million copies, which would be a lot for God of War, right? But Bethesda Games gets someone to subscribe to it for five years or more there's billions of dollars that are going to be made off of, of that transaction. If a lot of people do with that, you know, if they just get 10 million people off of, of on games pass for a year, think of how much more revenue that is. You know what it's else ridiculous. I'm thinking about is how Nintendo and Xbox are really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. I could see them partnering <laughs> on things. You imagine, jeez. Could you imagine if like there was an E3 and just either, <laughs> Miyamoto walks on stage on Xbox or or Phil walked out on stage on Nintendo. Yeah. It would be oof. New system, Xtendo. My last question I had, Sean. Ooh. Do you need these consoles this fall? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've kind of alluded to it. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening this far. I don't think you need them. Mm. I don't think you need them. Mm-hmm. I think they fall more into a want. And I say that with a caveat that you either already have a PC that can handle the current games or you already have a PS4, hopefully pro Mm -hmm. or an Xbox, you know, Um, let's say you're coming from a console that's like the 360 or the PS3. Mm -hmm. Then we start shifting to, yeah, you need to go ahead and get your new, (laughs) I'd be like, how have you you survived? (laughs) Yeah, you need to tighten that up. I've been playing Geometry Wars for 13 (laughs) years. I love it. I'm a master. I love Geometry Wars. Greatest game of all time. Yes. (laughs) What do you think? Do you think it's a need or a want, Chris? I think this is just cap, uh, classic American capitalism in a way. Oh, okay. Right? Like that thing of, as you just said, it's it's about want. Like it's a lot of products out there. It really isn't something you need. Like if you think about day in, day out, right? Like what you actually need to do your job or... To, to live right it a lot of times we're convinced to buy things that we don't necessarily need to do our to live our life right uh i don't think people are going to be game changed by the games coming out this fall simply because they have a next-gen system i just think they would have a better experience than the one they're having currently on their consoles right 
Um, this is true. But, this is well said. Yes. But I would also say if you're someone who is going through some hardship right now, you know, if, if, if this has been a hard year for you, first off, I'm sorry for you and I hope you pulled through. Uh, but two, you know, it's okay to wait. You're not going to be left behind tomorrow. I think by either of these two, uh, develop or yeah, developers at this point, I think, and you, I think you got what if time. I'm right? What if the availability is slim and you, you have yeah, to wait anyway? Exactly. You know? Don't, don't, I would say don't beat your head up because you can't play Rocket League on your new console. If you're playing Rocket League, if there's just someone here that Listen. in the last 12 right. hours has played Rocket League, they don't need to have the new console if they don't have one pre-ordered already. It's on. It's HDR on your PlayStation right now. Exactly. It looks just fine, dude. You can boost. It'll be fine. Uh it was it's almost like this next question. Uh it was up from our Discord, Solve for X. Okay. It's like he was from the future. Mm-hmm. So uh it, it, it poses the question, are there any expectations about which console, Xbox versus PlayStation, will be the top choice in the US? I would bet PlayStation. I still would bet PlayStation too. Yeah. Install I, I basis matter. I, I don't know why. I think out the gate. And, and it's going to get a lead. I just feel like there's still a PlayStation train that is is still a force yeah. over the life of the consoles. I, I think there is a chance, like we just mentioned, for Xbox to really gain some momentum and Games Pass to kind of take over a little bit. We'll I, see how it yeah. goes. We're You know, you never know. I would bet PlayStation sells the most consoles, but I'd also bet that it will not be the slaughtering that it was this past generation mainly because I just don't one I think for Xbox to win it back in terms of console sales PlayStation 5 would have to come out and just be a a complete you know POS basically that's what it took for PlayStation to get back in the game in the United States to begin with uh when you look at last generation I don't see that right now I don't see them maybe having the greatest marketing at the moment but there's nothing that when I watch that teardown that says wow, I'm really worried about how this console is going to perform. You know, I think it's going to be perfectly fine and people will be uh, excited. And if, yeah, if you already have like a friends list of 200 people on PlayStation, it's, it's going to be really hard for you to be convinced that you should give up on PlayStation. I think the, the easier thing to do if you're Microsoft is to say, well, okay, you enjoy your friends on PlayStation, but what about these games? Do these games speak to you? you know does the idea of having games pass for that speak to you then that's how microsoft wins is to say well maybe you should get this console too or you should buy games pass if you have a pc that can do this stuff that's what their goals should be i agree and those are realistic goals Mm -hmm. and ladies and gentlemen that concludes the topic for this week i think we did thank you i think we did more than okay Mm -hmm. um if if not an A plus an A minus, I gotta be honest. We definitely did not blow I, a twenty eight to three lead. No, I have humility, <laughs> and I am not being overconfident. <laughs> so there, that is, we did it, buddy. You got it, Matt Ryan. We're gonna do it. <laughs> they, they, hey, he had a game of his life last week. I'm just saying. He did. All right, you want to pivot to news, man? You good? Yeah, let's do it. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. Ladies and gentlemen, now your news. 
Oh, I love it. Chris, that was goodness. I loved it, buddy. You want some Master Chief goodness? Always. Okay. Well, let me zoom in this text so I can read because I'm old. (laughs) Uh, 190%. That's not bad. Uh, Series X and Series S have a launch that's just around the corner. Microsoft is not slowing down, though, adding games to its growing list of exclusives to be enhanced uh, for its new consoles. Halo, the Master Chief Collection will be included too with support for 120 frames per second and up to 4K. The free enhancement slash update will take place on November 17th, one week after the console launches on November 10th. So that's cool, right? I think that's cool. And I think it's the, it's, they're giving us something to look forward to that was Master Chief considering that we're not going to have a new Halo game. Plus, this it's not too hard, right? Since they've already been putting these on PC, right? Yeah, and, and you, I hope it doesn't mess up anything that's going on with the systems, you know, one week after the consoles launch. But maybe that shows confidence that they're like, we got this, bro. That like, is true. Who knows? But I, I, I got to be honest, I already have the uh, Halo Master Chief Collection now. Mm-hmm. Does, and I haven't played it in a long time. So there's that. Maybe we should yeah. go back. I know they recently added um, ODST. And then last year oh. they had Reach. So, I mean. Dude, it's, Reach, it, I want to play with you again. Yeah, Reach was fun. ODST is really fun, too. I really like that one. Because um, they had Nathan Fillion in there. And it was it felt like Halo, but it was also different. So yes. it, was, it was cool. I liked it. Uh, real quick, let's see if I can get a couple of optimized for series x x x s games <laughs> uh they don't have a list they I apparently s- there was a list i saw somewhere well this is a uh this is a big list yeah so black ops cold war mm-hmm. control is one fifa but i think that's gonna launch on that co- madden uh nba yeah and and then there's some more, but the list is gigantic. So just know they are working on that. Yeah, I think I that's cool. Gears five, I know, is or yeah, Gears five is supposed to be what um, enhanced, yeah, with like 120 frames on. Multiplayer. And that and that that goes back to the thing. It's gonna be on Games Pass, probably. It's gonna be enhanced to play on Xbox, um, you know, Series X, and and it's they're almost making it hard for you not to take advantage of this stuff. For sure. Does that make sense? Um, xCloud Jr.? I didn't know what else to title this. So Microsoft updated its Xbox app recently, and now you can stream... I I type Stram. Stram. You can stream games from your console to your iPhone or iPod. Pad. Sorry. Uh, But let it be known, it's not quite the Project xCloud. The timing is perfect, though, as you should note. Um, with the four new iPhones that are about to go on sale. Yeah. I don't know if you pre-ordered one or not, Chris, but I know we talked about it and I don't think we did. No. Um, remember project X cloud is the service that plays games on your Android devices from the cloud. Mm-hmm. This is more of a remote play function that casts games from your Xbox to your, your iPhone or iPad. Yeah. It, it's prayers. It's nice to know that, this is out there at least, you know, but 
I guess like the only reason I have no reason to use it. It's kind of like the same thing now where you could stream from your Xbox to your PC if you so or your refrigerator. Yes, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's it's nice. But come on, Apple, just work this out so we can just get the full project X cloud and I can just play whatever I want, wherever I want. So you you think this is and I agree with you if you do, you think this is more of an Apple situation. Oh, yeah. Not wanting to work. Oh, yeah. directly with Microsoft, right? Yeah. I mean, they're doing the exact same thing to Stadia as well. So, you know, it's, I'm sure they're going to do it to Luna uh, whenever that launches, right? They just, yeah. they're trying to make sure that if you have something on there, they want to be able to get a cut of it and <laughs> they'll put whatever BS rules in there they have to, to make it happen. Or Epic will win. <laughs> Valhalla! <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect uh oh the screenshot goodness senior art director for assassin's creed valhalla Raphael lacoste lacoste uh showed some screenshots which appear to be taken in photo mode and they're gorgeous uh lacoste's mentioned uh the franchise art director for assassin's creed games and was previously the art director of assassin's creed 4 black flag reminder uh, Valhalla will be out on November. This is wrong. It'll be out on November oh. 10th. Yeah, uh, it got pushed up. I yeah. put the wrong date. Yeah. Where John, Sean, and maybe even the ghost himself, Chris, might play this. I will, I will definitely play this. Artistic masterpiece. Uh, I think they also detailed today. Let me make sure you didn't put it in here. I yeah, did. I didn't tie up anything yeah. else. So if you uh, got something, add it. Yeah, they also announced their uh, plans for their DLC today. So for the game. So there's going to be, I believe... If you buy the season's pass, there's going to be like three main expansions along with a free bonus mission, uh, like series of missions that you'll get on launch day. And I mean, they look uh, pretty interesting. Like one of them was you're going to do, uh, you're going to Ireland and kind of dealing with like the Celtic and that kind of stuff going on right at that time period. Another one was like a siege of France. That's all. And then they also yeah. detailed they're going to have a bunch of free DLC like events and things like that, which they kind of did before. But it's, it's looking like, you know, like we're seeing with a lot more of these games where it's designed to be something that if you love Assassin's Creed, you can consistently come back to this game at least over the next year. Right. This is true. And if you guys want to see it for yourselves, I, as Chris was talking, I navigated to Ubisoft.com and went into the news section for mm-hmm. Valhalla. And you see all the updates, including the one that they where they highlight the trailer, the trailers, the post launch information, season pass information. So mm. I'm very it's been it's since I've been excited, which is probably wrong. I should have been excited for the ones that came out last gen, but uh, I'm True. very excited for Valhalla. Yeah, I uh, I watched their their latest like deep dive for it and. I mean, there's part of me that goes, huh, I hope this doesn't start getting a little old for me. You know, I always worry that with something like Assassin's Creed when there's, you know, 900 entities of it now. But at the same time, from what I saw, I was like, this looks like a place I could get lost in for 60 hours. So that's always a good thing. Speaking of things I got lost in for 60 plus hours. <laughs> uh, rebirth of the Undead Nightmare. Not quite, but I'll explain. Red Dead Redemption 2, Chris's most favorite game ever, has been out for a while now. Um, 
but we are hearing hints of a sequel possibly maybe i shouldn't have used that word to the undead nightmare if you remember that was a pretty awesome expansion unfortunately though um no zombies will be running amok like undead nightmare per se this year but there will be a halloween event that may satisfy your craving the new game mode dead of night it doesn't have a major plot but it does bring back something to red dead zombies wait but i just said that see what had happened was <laughs> this game mode will be a pvp challenge with a twist you can go google uh, about yourself but it's i kind of i'm not as hyped for it because it's pvp if i'm being honest with you mm-hmm. um also added will be two legendary panthers i was going to ask you what this means chris the nightwalker panther of bulger glade Ooh. And the Ghost Panther of Blue Water Marsh. I believe you have to go hunt those panthers. Yeah, they're maybe. legendary hunts, and they they take a little bit of time to do, but they're usually really fun. Uh, so uh, with that, uh, happy Halloween, Red Dead Redemption 2 fans. Yeah. That seems like uh, it's going to be a pretty cool thing. I'm guessing this is all on Red Dead Online. Um, which, maybe. Uh, but do you Have you seen this, or do you have any interest in this at all? Um, I have honestly not really gone into Red Dead Online <laughs> because I'm afraid what would happen if I got into Red Dead Online, which is probably I would just start talking like Arthur Morgan, you know. Do you remember when you did that before? Yeah. It was great. What am I going to do now? <laughs> I have the mustache now, so I could just shave it down to where I've got my wide Earp going on. You're, <laughs> Dude, it's, it's Sam from a oh. Patrick Swayze movie. Oh, yeah. It's fine. I'm <laughs> I gotta be honest, but yeah, um, the next news piece kind of keeps the Halloweeny vibe going, Chris. Yeah. So Inverse.com put out a list of their top nine games, nine, uh, that are on Games Pass for you to play now to get you ready for the Halloween season. I know a lot of friends that you know, friend of the show Jeff, he's a huge Halloween guy, so he's been um watching all the you know classic Halloween type films. They're always debating what to watch, you know. So maybe There's quite a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe here's something else for you to do. You know, when you're not watching movies, play some games that get you in the spirit too. Uh, first up, we got number nine, Dune Eternal, which is really number one in our hearts. Uh, eight, Grim Fandango. They just added this, and that's a classic. Some people say yeah. one of the best games ever made for its time. Carry On. I know John enjoyed that. Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Yeah. Alan Wake. That's a personal fave. Uh, World of Horror, which is in game preview currently. Three is Dead by Daylight. Number two, Alien Isolation. I think that was like a kind of like love it or hate it game when it came out, but it's kind of become a cult classic for certain people. So that's awesome. But number one, Sean, the game that scared you. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Sean played in VR already. I'm so scared, man. I you need to, baby. though, for Halloween. You baby. I have that game downloaded. I need to play it. I've been meaning I, to. I, I, would, I would be in. I know you don't get scared from scary games. Yeah. I, but, I wonder how the dude would affect you, though. He's I, terrifying. I will say playing the opening part of it, um, which I did do, I was like, is kind of cool to say here is a Resident Evil game that is in first person. That's kind of cool to me. That is kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any other game? I know you kind of, as you went down, any other game that you've played that have, I know Alan Wake was your personal fave. I love Alan Wake too. Yeah. Um, the only games I technically can say I played mm-hmm. was Alan Wake and Res 7. I've played Eternal, though I haven't finished oh, it. Oh, Gears. I've played Carry On a little bit. I've played Grim Fandango. Uh, of course, Gears, Alan Wake. 
Of, of all these, even though it's not Games Pass, I will say this, if Alan Wake is your fancy, Control is also something that would fit the Halloween vibes for, for sure in a different way. So, you know, if you like Alan Wake and you have Control or you see it on sale, go get that. I like that. That's a fun fact there yeah. that Chris just gave you guys for free. There you go. Um, let's shift over to PS4 and talk about their Defining Games video. Mm. Uh, PlayStation released a new video this week that claims to feature one second from, quote, nearly every single game <laughs> that defined the PS4's generation. The video is about four minutes long, and of course, you can clearly see God of War and The Last of Us Part Two highlights, but also included were the likes of, like, say, a Persona 5 and Crash Bandicoot 4. Yeah. Um, if you want to see this video, it can be seen on the Twitter page for playstation uk which is at playstation uk currently this video has approximately nine hundred forty-four thousand. wait 0.8 000. can we just tell them they had a million uh close to a million views that's not bad <laughs> that's more than we ever get uh i would say expect more of this as the console comes to an end of its era and the launch of ps5 arrives on us do you agree chris yes and fun fact the one second of the order 1886 uh, makes up for about 20% of the total game time. <laughs> Sorry. What's crazy is that game is, it could have been, it's, I like the game. Yes. I'm going to, I just need to, to, to put that out there. Uh, it's just, it was fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. It was okay. I'm <laughs> um, just saying, bro. Hey, bro, do you have Disney plus yet? I do, but I think I'm running out. Oh no. Mm. You might want to tighten that up. <laughs> Look at these transitions. Yes. The Mandalorian season two drops on October 30th. How are you not hype about it? One of the hottest shows of the year. Baby Yoda. Oh man, I messed that up. Baby yes, Yoda, yo. Uh, in a new season coming up, this is the time to have yourself a subscription. It costs six ninety nine a month. Are we getting paid? <laughs> or no, 59? I'm a big fan of this. And I was like this, they need to remember this. Uh, Alternatively, you can get the bundle of Disney. Really? <laughs> Disney yeah. Plus. I needed to put this out there because I wanted to ask you if you thought this was a good deal. Oh, yeah. $12.99 a month. Disney Plus is the ESPN Plus and Hulu. Oh, by far the best deal out there for, uh, for you know, visual medium. Of That's pretty dope. Yeah. Like, you know, visual entertainment. Unfortunately, Disney has eliminated the free trial for new subscribers. So you'll need to pay to watch the show, even if you've never subscribed before. That said, the service offers plenty of entertainment for the price, including Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, Simpsons, National Geographic, and more. One more thing, though. Willow. Hey. Disney is moving forward with Willow's sequel series, and both Warwick Davis, the original director, Ron Howard, are set to return. Peck. Anyone remember Val Kilmer's character? I do. Uh, Disney's press release confirmed earlier rumors of the show returning, featuring Davis reprising the uh, titular role. Howard will executive produce the series along with John M. Chu, who is the director for Crazy Rich Asians. Chu is also directing the pilot episodes. So that's cool. Jonathan Caston, who did Solo, a Star Wars story, I believe, story of it. And Wendy Miracle from Arrow will executive wow. produce the series and serve as showrunners. Fun fact Willow is one of Sean's favorite movies growing up. It is a great movie. I loved it, dude. I've watched it so many times. Yeah, yeah. Th we did kind of go into a plug for Disney Plus there. <laughs> for real. We're not getting paid for that. I just wanted to highlight the fact that your your free subscription, your, if you heard that and you're like, I'm fine, they ended that or they're ending it. Yeah. So make sure you're tightened up if you're a Mandalorian fan. And uh, Willow, bro. Yeah. Willow. 
I need to see when I'm actually going to start paying for Disney Plus because I know that's coming soon. Yeah, it's very soon for me. I feel like it's going to be right there when Mandalorian starts, and I'll be PO'd if I miss out on that. For sure. Uh, and we are to the final news piece of the week, and you know what that means. Finally. Uh, no. I think I actually cut you off. <laughs> I pressed the wrong button. So then here you say, turn on the effect, but I will now. By this week. PS5 storage issue? Uh, it seems to have been corroborated um, by multiple sites that about 20% of the PS5's 865 internal SSD storage will be used mm. uh, for PS5 operating things. This will leave only about 80% of your SSD usable for gaming and whatnot. Um, set another way of your initial 825 gigs, you can use about 664. Mm. It should be noted this could change once the system is officially launched. They always say that. It also should be noted that Xbox is closely matched to this percentage based on what I saw uh, using slash reserving about 200 gigs of its one terabyte internal SSD uh, saved for operating system functions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought to myself, to be fair, hasn't it kind of always been like this with systems? Yeah, um, I do think the this one for the Xbox Series X is using less than the uh, Xbox One X did, but it's not like a drastic reduction. You know, it's just that, of course, they have a terabyte that they're working with compared to the 865 gigs. That's just such a weird you know. number. Yeah, yeah, it is a very weird thing. Ugh, it drives me. I nuts. just like though in this article you wrote uh, that it will be used for PS5 operating things. Yes, the yes. greatest technical breakdown ever. <laughs> well, what would they do with like that? Two hundred gigs. Well, they use it for it's operating just, things. Like what? Yeah, for operating things. Things, things. that operate. <laughs> <laughs> Said it a little bit better for uh, Microsoft, but you know, yeah. for right then I was like, I'm just gonna say that it's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess it's it's hard for me. I I don't get upset by this, right? I'm not even really thinking right now to rush out to buy the uh, the you know external SSD thing that Microsoft's mm-hmm. got, or even buy the PS5, the uh, an NVMe, just because. To me, you know, I don't have data caps and I have good internet, so it's just not a big deal to delete something and re-download it if I need to. You know? Yeah, my speed now is phenomenal. Yeah, it will it will take no time. And additionally, on the previous generation, mm-hmm. it it was a long time before I added H uh, hard drives to either one of my consoles because of storage. Yeah, it just worked out that way. I don't know how if I got lucky. I think both of them I got the best, like the highest version of the hard drive you could get in. I think the Pro came with a terabyte. Am I right? Yes. yes. And I don't remember what the Xbox came with. Um, it was a terabyte. But it, it was also a terabyte, but I it, it was fine. Uh, late late into the console life, we're talking like within the last six months to a year, mm-hmm. I added a, a extra storage just to catch a few of the other things. But yeah, I'm, I'm I think like the thing I would most likely for myself, I, I'm gonna wait because I do want to see what the transfer speeds look like on them, right, and find one that's really good. Um, but I think I would be more inclined to just go buy a standard SSD. Or whatever, you know, um, external SSD and store it on there and then be like, okay, well, here's a, maybe even just a SATA one, like if, if there's a great deal on a major one. And if I'm really worried about it, like say a Red Dead that is 100 gigs or whatever, I can just move it on to that and be like, okay, well, you good. Know, yeah. Yeah. There it is. 
There it is. And speaking of there it is, uh, I don't know if can you are you picking up what just happened in my house? Sounds like craziness. Yeah, they just got home and the uh, they're gonna let the dog out, so I should probably close my door. And that's a good time for us to say we're done with news. Is this where you say we're gonna wrap it up, Chris? It's where I say never. Exactly. Um, because who wants to do that? But yeah, good job today on the news, my friend. Electronic mail from the future. All the way Ladies and gentlemen. From the year 2000. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make that a thing. You can't it's gonna stop It's going to be me. a thing. <laughs> it, it's, it's unstoppable. Uh, this is the part of the show where we'll we read emails and we venture into social media land. First off, first up is our emails, of course. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can reach us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Just like our boy Vince. Chris, you want to read Vince? Yeah, Vince, a.k.a. Overblown Truth on the Discord for those who are familiar. He says, hey. Hey, Sean. Hey. What's up? (laughs) Just want to thank you guys for a show every week. I look forward to my Wednesdays far more than any other day. Hope the other guys come in with some awesome emails. Love you guys. Vince. And he says, P.S. Jonna. John, love you. Or love you, John. <laughs> I reversed Fun that. fact about overblown truth. Um, he also, uh, I called him a rock star. I believe it was last week. And he sent a picture of himself playing drums to our Discord channel and says, thank you for calling me a rock star at DJ Good. It looks like you knew. And he threw up the rock fingers. You know what those are. Yeah. So Vince, is he's cool. He's one of my favorite people and he's a rock star. That's what's up. Yeah. Another email we got this week was again from our friend Lucy. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, uh, and Lucy says, censored this. I made it a little easier for me to read. Um, oh my God, stop it, please. I said Chris has a really nice voice. I didn't say for radio in particular. Yeah. I mean, who wants a face for radio unless I... you stream really cool music, cool music like KCRW? Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, we make video games sound sexy, or you make video games sound sexy. Chris, I, not sure. I believe I do make video <laughs> games sound sexy every week. Um, I don't know that I can forgive you, but uh, anyway, you say don't hate you for what you're about to say. Um, Lucy says, I don't understand sh- about effing Star Wars. Oof. The entire universe they want to uh, make us believe exists, it doesn't. And she puts a smiling emoji in there. It just doesn't compute, and it's nothing but uh, Indiana Jones, but in space. Oh, and the costume design, spaceships, and the rest of the crap. Idiotic. Totally impossible. She's technically probably not wrong, but it's like a Barbie riding an effing stupid truck wearing jungle prints instead of uh, driving an awesome Jeep with the sunset taking over L.A. with a handsome man next to her. Or an effing Bugatti somewhere in Europe (laughs) and a cutie petite French poodle. Bugatti! Bugatti! Uh, that's how effing stupid Star Wars ship designs are. <laughs> wow. In the paint, um, Lucy. Oh, also, I didn't mean to censor you. It's just rude and odd. Um, personal, did you guys do anything exciting this weekend? Rowing, camping, 
Or, or what do you do on the weekends? I uh, watch football and I also uh, go for a lot of walking in the summer. I like to do outdoor stuff if I can now. Yeah, watch out for the ticks. Right. You know, uh, I, I do a lot of, uh, believe it or not, DJing on the weekends. I watch football as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch soccer when I can. And I, I, you know, just like to hang out and chill for sure. Uh, then she says, OK, I'll leave you to your week. You guys be good. I always add to that statement. Be good or be good at it, Chris. Yeah. Um, and then she says, Lucy. There you um, go. Well, thank you. And Lucy. that's it. Thank you, Lucy. You are um, definitely a trooper. You write in a lot and we appreciate it because, you know, Vince uh, was hoping other guys or gals wrote in. I, I'm just saying, Lucy, if you want to have an idea of the approximation of my face, just go watch a Tom Segura video. It's pretty spot on right now. <laughs> uh, moving over to Twitter, where you can find us at Weekly Games Chat. If you mention us, we'll, we will, of course, see it. And I'll start off with, uh, Chris, if you're ready, uh, our friend at Simple Ricks. He said, at Weekly Games Chat, I hope this works. Alcohol may have been involved in this decision when I requested this, but I regret nothing. Hope you all enjoy. Game on and happy early Halloween. In case I forget to you, sir, game on. Simple game Ricks, on. Chris. Okay. You want to play this video? Yeah, I'm going to try. It is fantastic. Not to, I'm not going to try and mess this up. So here we go. All right. You, you got this. Silence on set. Hi, Sean, John, Chris, and all the Richards. Geralt of Rivia here. Now, Simple Rick has asked me to give you a little Halloween shout-out. So here you are. Happy Halloween. May not a single real necker or drowner cross your path. Maybe a few ghosts, especially the drunk kind. They're a bit of fun. They like to go to weddings. Anyways, I thought I'd give you a little, um, something special for Halloween, so I asked Yen for a little help. Hey, Yen, can you do that thing we talked about? Yeah, I know it's silly and childish and everything, but it's it's just for fun. This is great. Oh, oh thanks. Okay. Poof, I'm a puppy. <laughs> Now you guys had a great Halloween. Remember, it's all fun and games until someone puts an eye out. So make sure you keep all your eyes. And one last message from Simple Rick. Your mom's box. Happy Halloween. Stay on the path. Yeah. That's fair. That was pretty nice. That, ladies and gentlemen, that is top notch i i want to personally thank simple ricks for doing that i welcome more of that uh whenever you feel ready to do it sir he literally Um, had Geralt turn into a puppy it was fantastic you can see that uh on our mentions on our weekly games chat he went to cameo Uh, he went to where cameo like word up like cameo like right throwback uh no cameo is that uh thing you can do like where you uh get like people to do things like you know steve gutenberg or whoever whatever celebrity it is i'm guessing this is that's probably maybe either i don't know if he's the voice actor that does Geralt, but you know at the very least he's someone who can do Geralt really freaking well that was awesome that made my day that was was dope i I do want to follow up on a story we have a 
friend on Twitter, friend, uh, fan of the show, 8-Bit Opa. Yeah. Um, you know, Opa, uh, a while back I reported that he put out on Twitter that he was kind of kind of laid off when Oof. COVID started. Yeah. But he uh, he tweeted that in a strange but welcome turn of events, he was rehired. Hey, that's awesome. So that's very good. And I did learn today that um, he's also uh, a Rays fan because he tweets out to, okay, LA friends is on. See you tonight. Hashtag raise up. World Series starts tonight, Chris. Is that what they say? Raise up? I guess that's what they say, Chris. Huh. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what my uh, Orioles say. Do we go O up? I don't know. <laughs> what do we say? Um, <laughs> our friend uh, David uh, direct messaged us. He said he uh, hmm. probably shouldn't post this. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hence the DM. But uh, he, was, he sent a picture of himself and his uh his wife Ooh. um sitting at a uh, brewery beer chase brewery drinking a beer nice um and he said when we road trip up to um in our richard van if you guys remember that my wife his wife his wife and i will bring you here Ooh. It, it's a very good looking spot yeah uh, he is. says it's it's the best view of any brewery he's ever been to and i i have to say aside from maybe the chattahoochee brewery company <laughs> Next to the river. Um, this this looks pretty good. I said that we need to make this happen, uh, and then and and the kindness of his heart, he said that if uh, we ever wanted to visit where he's from, yeah, we got a, we got a free place to stay. I would tell I'd raise him one more, and I'd say if he's really committed to brewery stuff, we should just all go to Asheville because it's kind of in the middle between both of us, and it is the mecca of beer. So. Is it the Mecca? It is the Mecca of craft beer. Very nice. Right? Uh let me let me highlight through, make sure I'm not missing uh anything else. I don't think there's anything we need to uh to go over. Let me verify if we've got any new follows. We do. We have one. Hey. Who knew? Simple Ricks. <laughs> Simple uh, Ricks hadn't his- followed us? I guess not. And he just did. He best introduction to following ever. And, you know, I always mention, you know, what the, the Twitter handle is like uh, for somebody that's yeah, yeah. a data strategist that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, simple Rick says game on and that's it. So thank there you, you sir, for the follow following you back. Boom. Um, I, I'm going to give one more shout out to our discord community. Mm. Uh, I did see that overblown truth today said, you guys know what today is. Cause in, under the email section, we kind of have a thing going where they got to be reminded to uh, yeah. to email us. But if you want to see things like at the beginning of the show where a mini had a very cool meme of what does like Richard short stand for and all that good stuff. We have a community out on discord. Feel free to hop in and join at any time. Chris, what episode number has this been? 278. Episode he said with no confidence. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Two, seven, uh, as he's looking up that number, I want to remind you, wherever you get our podcast or where you get your podcast, if they allow you to leave a you know, review for us in your own words, 278, leave us a review. 278 confirmed, leave us a, 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 a review. Hopefully, it's if it's a five-star, hopefully you leave us a five. If not, you remember the rule of thumb. Chris, can you remind them? What you do is you subtract one, then... Divide that in half and then do what, Sean? Double it. There you go. <laughs> uh, but as far as uh, the show, I think we're pretty good to, to finish this thing out today. So unless Chris has something he wants to add, I'm looking at him in the video. He is shaking his head. I am going to simply say, 
first and firm more firmer Hershey firmer uh game on to john who can't say it back to me and then mm. i'm gonna say game on to chris hey game on sean and uh game on john hope you're back next week buddy yeah we miss you buddy we know you're gonna listen because you're gonna want to see if we talked about you and we um, did and with that <laughs> with that i'm gonna say peace out everybody <sighs> i'm gonna do it this way do your it. mom's box peace out talk life